At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Danny Burke, alongside out in Chicago. We got a good one. Here we go, baby. We're minutes away. The Indianapolis Colts taking on the Minnesota Vikings. We are set for kickoff in the next five minutes. So that'll be, of course, I would say the vast majority of our coverage going forward here, although we do have quite a few. Uh, great games that are about to get started in college basketball, namely a very good top 25 matchup between number four Alabama and number 15 Gonzaga. Interesting, too, because um, we're actually going to talk coming up later in this hour. Simon Gersberg's going to be with us, the uh, founder of Shot Quality, uh, one of the uh, luckier teams, we'll say, if you look at some of the shot quality numbers, Gonzaga, and a team that I have bet against here. So got a couple of early morning sweats. I know that Danny's involved. Uh, reset the table for everybody who's just tuning in with this, Dan, because you have at least one thing alive here in this Vikings-Colts matchup. Yeah, so uh, like I was saying, I ended up doing a parlay. I, I, I liked the Bills a lot in that teaser spot, but I didn't love another team to pair them with. And I liked Minnesota, and I would have laid four, but just to have that extra security, I figured, well, why not pair them together in a money line parlay? So I got it for the price of even money between both teams. But look, I, I just think the market's overreacting way too much to not only Minnesota losing last week, but the fashion they win consistently. No, it's not going to be sweat free. It's always going to make you kind of contemplate why you ever got involved with this team. But offensively speaking, the Vikings are leaps and bounds ahead of Indianapolis. And yes, the Colts defense is strong, but I think that's only going to be able to hold strong throughout the first half until, like we saw in the Cowboys game, 
the offense that is clearly more dominant kind of powers through, and that will lead them to victory. So, yeah, I got the Vikings there on the money line parlay with Buffalo. And I'm sure if you haven't gotten involved, Minnesota will give you an in-game opportunity at a better price. Uh, I'm sure Jonathan Taylor will rack up a big uh, big chunk yardage play or something like that. Or they'll probably make Matt Ryan look good for a little bit and uh, keep him around for a little bit longer for you and Elliot, JVT. Come on. I know you guys want the Matt Ryan experience to continue. We don't. Let's put it pretty simply. We dumped. Come on, baby. Um, he, you don't want the old vets? No. Um, where they're, they're zooming in on it. It's funny you're saying that because the, the camera's just locked in on Matt Ryan right now. <laughs> in this, uh, well, it looks like a very good crowd out there in Minnesota on an early Sunday morning. So we'll give you a, an update as this goes along. But as you saw the number there, it looks like the Vikings are going to close as about three and a half point favorites over at Betted GM. Total of 47. We did see... Uh, as this game kicks off, we did see a small move to the under here. Uh, this maxed out at about 47 and a half. A couple of spots are going to close at 46 and a half. So a, a little bit of a dip on the total pre-flop. So we'll see if maybe that uh, late money showing was um, correct or not. But we are underway out there in Minnesota, and we will give you up-to-date information on this from an in-game standpoint as the day moves along. So as the Colts uh, take the field and get the opening kickoff, and we wait for a little bit of action here, in this game, we also look at the other games that are set to get started, as this looks like it's going to be a pretty good opening kickoff return for a touchdown. Oh, boy, look at this. First drive. This is what you're looking for, huh? Colts are going to get this thing started at about midfield, Danny. <laughs> Jeez. Great start from Minnesota with their special teams effort. But, hey, that may be some of the best offense the Colts, gets, uh, the Colts get the entire game. Oh, the ref took a huge shot on that wow. play, too, JVT. Man, he's taking a beating right away. I love. Uh, yeah, we'll see what the Colts can do with that field position. I love selective statistics. They just flashed Matt Ryan's career Saturday statistics. I had no idea that <laughs> seven like, career games. Right? Like, how has he played in that many games on Saturday? <laughs> he's and he's actually, actually he's point. played extremely well. He's completed seventy one percent of his passes for fourteen touchdowns and four interceptions on a Saturday. Oh boy, everything's Jeez. coming up Saturday. Let's go, Pittman. On an end around there, and they're already they're moving. Let's go. This is it. This is going to be the way my day is ruined. The Colts are going to blow out the Vikings like they probably shouldn't, and they should lose this game. But uh, that's fine. Jeff Saturday's an old school dude. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want moral victories. He wants to build for the future. Uh, all right. As the Colts are driving here, I wanted to update too. Uh, we do have Gonzaga and Alabama underway. This one's going to close. Alabama is about a one point favorite. This is really interesting because as I mentioned earlier. Gonzaga has been a team that has been pretty overvalued by the betting market and really has not tr has had a lot of trouble covering a ton of numbers here. Small revenge spot, too, as Alabama got the best of them last year, but uh, this one's going to close one with a total of 162 as those two teams take the court. And uh, right now we are back on the court between Kansas and Indiana. A little bit of a burst by the Hoosiers right before the end of the first half. Cut this deficit to 15. So it's a 44-29 game as we get started in the second half. 1945 left to go. Here. So we'll see if uh, Indiana with a block there. Now they're going to come back on the other end. Maybe they can get right back into this thing. Should also note, too, that, uh, of course, Matt Ryan just held onto the ball way too long and took a sack. So uh, a rip-roaring start for Indianapolis snuffed out by Matty Ice. What are you looking for here on this drive? So are you are you one, Danny, that you have this money line parlay? You obviously believe in the Colts. You and I are going to in the Vikings. Freudian slip. Um, we've talked about this a little bit when it comes to these starts. This would be a start that I would say would go under the umbrella of um, not replicable, right? Meaning that you took a kickoff down to about midfield or right. better. You got a short field. If they make something of this, it's a little bit of a hot start for Indianapolis. Would you by chance double dip on a cheap Vikings price if the Colts are successful on this drive? 
I guess it depends where it goes to. I mean, if I'm getting somewhat of a feasible money line price, and again, I'm already invested, but like you knew coming into this game, this was very plausible to happen in Minnesota. Their defense has been a train wreck the last five games. And we were kind of saying on this show that, hey, Indianapolis could have a good effort in the first half and then things will turn in the second half. Yeah, I don't really hate it. I, I wouldn't be afraid to do that because like you said, and we've talked about it at nauseum, not only do you kind of have those scripted plays to begin your first drive, but that field position is huge for any team in the NFL, but especially one that has really struggled to move the ball downfield and execute in the red zone. So I wouldn't fret whatsoever if you had Vikings pre-flop or if you were thinking about doing them in-game. Don't go too crazy about what happens on this first drive because that's just kind of the nature of the Vikings from time to time. Yeah, I'm going to wait to see if I'm kind of kind of hoping Indy can get a touchdown here because if that's going to be the case, I'm going to be willing to come in on Minnesota. Uh, I mean, because we're, we're already talking about in-game right now because of the field position. The Vikings are down to a one-and-a-half point favorite. So if we're getting a touchdown here, there's a pretty small – there's a chance that Indianapolis is actually then favored and you can get maybe – a uh, plus, if in terms of like plus one and a half, or even better, maybe some even money on a money line price for Minnesota. So it's a big third down. That's the other thing, too. If you want to get in, I would say, on Indianapolis, you don't need a field goal here. Uh, what you would need is a touchdown to make that a little bit more of a uh, viable strategy. And I, I think I slipped there. I meant uh, if you want to get in on Minnesota, you need a uh, touchdown here from Indianapolis. So big third down for Indianapolis. We'll see if, again, right now, in-game-wise, because of field position, Vikings one and a half point favorite. Uh, total two has been ticked up to 50 and a half. And because they're down on the third and six, that number is up to two and a half. All right. As we wait for the results of this opening drive uh, for Indianapolis to see if they can maybe take advantage of a really good kickoff return that got them down to midfield. And uh, look at Matt Ryan. Look at the wheels on Matty Ice. Oh, boy. It's a Matt Ryan game. He's looking like Saturday Matt Ryan at this point right now. Uh, Colts <laughs> are going to get a first and goal uh, against here against Minnesota. All right. Really quickly, because we have a lot of bowl games later today. You weren't involved really in anything, right, from the standpoint of like any of these, right? Las Vegas Bowl, uh, Fresno State, Washington State. I, I apologize. I don't remember what that bowl game is. Or any of the other ones that we're going to see later today? No. The only one that I was looking at yeah. uh, was that Fresno State, Washington State one. And JVT, I was kind of contemplating betting the over. I was almost kind of waiting to get your thoughts on it to see if I could fully get there. But I, I didn't hate the idea of betting this total over. I know the market's kind of gone the opposite way, but I think this one could kind of be a shootout. And I believe Washington State's D coordinator uh, left for another job. So uh, you'll have someone else kind of conducting the defense. And just, again, we talk about bowl games. You kind of have more trickery or playing with house money. I just think it could be an old-fashioned shootout in this one. And now that the market's giving me an adjusted number that would come in my favor to betting the total over, I think that makes it a tad bit attractive. We know these offenses can move the ball. The defenses on both sides are respectable, but again, it just comes back to the bull games kind of being flimsy. Yeah, this is a matchup. I think Washington State, really, like that would help you out in terms of getting this thing to go over. Uh, Washington State, 77th in the country defensively in EPA per play, and uh, their pass defense has been relatively poor. And Hainer's freaking awesome, man. Uh, Jake Hainer in this Bulldogs offense should be able to move up and down. And on the flip side, Fresno State, uh, their own defense, they have not played very well against the run, and I think that this is one where Washington State can find some success. So I would generally agree with you that this has a higher scoring total written all over it and that this has the potential to be a little bit more of a shootout between these two because what they both do well um, right, goes up against the teams, the other teams' relative weakness. And I would think that that lends itself in a very friendly environment, too, by the way, for scoring. 
that this thing could be a little bit higher scoring. So I didn't really have, and by the way, it's the LA Bowl, as I was pointed out to, so thank you very much for the correction. Um, I didn't really have an opinion here. I do think, Danny, that Fresno State, and when we talk about motivation, there's no real edge here either way. Like Fresno State's coming in off a Mountain West title. They're perfectly motivated to win this thing. Washington State had a strong season. They're perfectly motivated to win this game. There's nothing really there because I know a lot of people try to circle that and find out what's going on. This should be one of those bowl games because there's very few of them where you're looking at like season-long matchups and everything else because these are two teams that are relatively whole that have the same motivation level that you can kind of pick and choose your spots in terms of statistical strengths and weaknesses to build your handicap on. You know what I mean? No, oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah, now, again, we, we still have a little bit of time, so who knows? We, we may even get a better number here in terms of where this total drops down to. But in, if you want to go with the in-game strategy, wait to see if there's kind of some stalls at the beginning of the game. You may even get it dropped lower. But, yeah, I know. I like your thought process on that. And right now I don't have the official play, but that would be the only one that I would consider uh, betting pre-flop as of this moment. I'm just watching that play by the Colts, JVT. Uh, hey, that's what you want, though, right? I mean, I mean, you want them to lose, so. Yeah, not good. Uh, that's what I was going to ask Jonathan Taylor because obviously he's not out there on the field, and I was wondering where he was. So we're being told. Um, Elliot tells me in my ear that Jonathan Taylor is being checked out in the blue tent. So that is something to monitor here for Indianapolis because he was not on the field in which they tried to run on a third and goal from the one yard line, which got completely blown up. So Indianapolis is going to take a three nothing lead here over the Minnesota Vikings. So they don't really get anything out of uh, you know friendly field position, or at least it gets uh, ruined for them. Right now, in-game Vikings back up to their pre-flop, uh, pre-flop number, three and a half with a total of 46 and a half as Indianapolis opens up with a three nothing lead. <clears throat> Excuse me, with 9-11 left to go in the first. I'm sad. That's all it is. It's just sadness. <laughs> all right, we'll come back. we got plenty left to get to on the other side. Keep you up to date on what's happening here. Continue to roll through some of these bowl games, give you score updates as we are underway between Alabama and Gonzaga. Crimson Tide and the Zags tied three apiece. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download, <clears throat> excuse me, Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Jonathan Von Tobel and Danny Burke with you here on Live Bet Saturday. We are tracking everything going on in the National Football League. The Indianapolis Colts, for those who are just joining us, uh, got off to a good start. Opening touch or some opening uh, kickoff return to about the 50-yard line. They take that downfield, but get stymied on a third and goal. So they end up kicking a field goal. They lead 3-0 right now. In-game numbers for those uh, who are just joining us. Three and a half. Still the pre-flop number in favor of Minnesota with a total of 46 and a half. So status quo right now after an opening field goal for Indianapolis. And uh, right now, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings on the field on a third or second and six, which was actually almost intercepted. Uh, so Kirk Cousins doing his thing, baby, doing his thing. I think Kirk Cousins is undervalued. But uh, this Vikings team, Danny, you know, one of the things like big picture-wise, right, last year I was a guy that got burned by Minnesota because, you know, I always made this case that Minnesota was a team specifically last season, right? If I had removed the logos and just showed you like the statistical profile of this team and the record, you'd be like, man, that team's a Super Bowl contender. You know what I mean? Like the offensive numbers were incredible. There's some good defensive numbers, blah, blah, blah. But we know, of course, the story of Minnesota. And this year it seems to be kind of the inverse, which is nobody really wants to buy into this Minnesota team because of what they've been doing, kind of what you're alluding to here. And it's not like this is the worst start in the world, but give up a bad opening kickoff return for a touchdown. You give up a field goal on the opening drive, and now you almost turn the ball over, and you're kicking it back to Indianapolis. So not the best start in the world, but this is where the in-game things, like the wheels start turning. And again, kind of hoping for a successful drive here for Indianapolis. That's my angle, at least right now, because if they can get another score, uh, I don't want 10 nothing now, but I mean, it wouldn't hurt and get a plus price here on Minnesota because I don't think it'd be the worst position in the world to be in. But it's going to be interesting to see. Now, this is a pretty big drive for those who maybe want to get involved as, uh, oh, boy. I got my score. A block punt returned for a touchdown. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, what's going on with the special teams? Absolute nightmare. I mean, if Minnesota was going to make it tough on themselves, you didn't think it'd be via that. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Like you said, though, you've spoken into existence. This is what we're if looking for. the Colts for. are going to get any points, I guess it's coming from special teams here. But this, is, this, does, this does speak to, right, this is, a, this is what we talk about all the time. 
what are the two what are kind of the two like main points of these scores for Indianapolis, right? It's it's what you're talking about. It is special teams. It is a kickoff return that gave them a short field, and it is a blocked punt returned for a touchdown. That is something where, okay, those are things that are not going to replicate themselves, you would assume. So let's see now if you can get in here. Right now, in-game-wise, you can get Minnesota plus 135 on the money line or plus 3.5 against Indianapolis because two of those scores have come essentially via special teams, although the Colts do deserve some credit for driving down. Those are things where these are the kind of spots you're looking for where, okay, Bad start, yes, but it's not like the Indianapolis Colts got the ball twice and just drove right downfield 10 play 75 yards each time, you know? Right. It's that, and it's also that's a factor because you didn't say, and it's early regardless, but you didn't get a tremendous amount of time taken off the clock. I mean, look at this spread now, how it's a job. I mean, you could get three and a half now with the Vikings, JVT. And look, the market was coming down. You figured it'd maybe be a field goal game regardless. And if the Colts win, I feel like it probably would be a field goal. Uh, so I, man, now take a three in the hook. I may have to jump in on that plus plus one twenty-five. by the way, for the money line. If you want to go with the outright win, I'm already invested on the money line. So I probably wouldn't do that, but I think I may pull trigger on plus three in the hook. All right. We're in plus one twenty-five money line. Let's do it. All right. So oh, you're going money line. Okay. Minnesota like Vikings. It. We're friends now. See, we're cheering for one another, right? Everybody you wins know, here. Uh, now we just need Kirk cousins and the Minnesota Vikings to uh, come back and, we need the special teams to kind of shore this thing up because that's the other part about this. The special yeah, teams geez. has not been it's not been a great start. But Jeff Saturday on Saturday, one of the things that we have not really ex- uh, seen uh, at, at this point right now. So, all right, we'll wait for the uh, Minnesota Vikings response drive during a commercial break. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. But again, right now, Indianapolis three and a half point favorite in game with a total. That's the other aspect of this too, Danny. Fifty two and a half. Very quick start in terms of the scoring. If you are somebody that was looking at maybe playing this thing under, one of the things that I thought, right, is thought 47 and a half, that seems kind of high. You have a special teams touchdown in there that inflates the scoring and the potential. It might be an angle to go and look that thing under the total. We will see if that's going to be the case. But uh, those are the kind of things you're looking for in in in-game. You're looking to kind of play against what you're seeing early to a certain extent if it is things that are unsustainable, and that seems to be the case right now. And really quick, too, uh, just got the notification. uh, Jonathan Taylor is questionable to return, so it looked like it was something with his ankle. Uh, Yeah, so it was something with his ankle, and he's questionable to return. And that's huge, too, JVT. A lot of times we think running backs are pretty dispensable, and yes, they are to a certain extent, but when you have a guy like Jonathan Taylor who's really been a main focal point of your offense and something we discussed before the game, that could torch the Vikings. And the fact that they're winning because of special teams and not anything on the offensive side, that also maybe gives you more of an inkling to side with Minnesota. Yeah, it's actually yeah, that is a very great point that uh, Jonathan Taylor could be questionable to return here and would affect the uh, Indianapolis Colts' ability to hold on to this lead. All right, we move on from there. Uh, so we've talked about it quite a bit in the National Football League, some of these later games. We talked about Miami and Buffalo. Uh, we didn't do a ton on Baltimore and Cleveland. I know we talked about it with Ben Brown. Did you have anything, Danny? On Baltimore and Cleveland? So I only had a prop in this game. I kind of lean Cleveland a little bit, JVT, but I didn't end up getting there. I I don't know. It's just such kind of a sketchy spot being a division 
game here and Deshaun Watson not looking great. But what I ended up doing here is J.K. Dobbins over 46 and a half rushing yards. He had a great game last week, and it's not a sole reason why I'm betting him, but he did have, what, uh, 15 carries, 120 yards against a Pittsburgh run defense that certainly isn't great, but the Cleveland run defense is a lot worse. They're 30th against a run, according to DVOA. They're allowing opposing tailbacks 4.8 yards per rush attempt, which is 29th. 149 total yards of rushing offense in general. And yeah, Gus Edwards is going to get some of the workload too, but J.K. Dobbins, because of what he did last week, because he got 15 carries, I think he's going to emerge as that top back in this game. And the five games he's been with the Ravens this season, again, small sample size, he's at 4.9 yards per carry, 49 rushing yards. And with Huntley as your quarterback, even though he has been fairly efficient, you may not want to trust him too much, especially early on against the weaker part of the Browns defense, which is their run defense. So that's why I think J.K. Dobbins is going to get utilized, much like Dalvin Cook was utilized on this big run there, JVT. That's what we need, baby. Come on. 40-yard run for Dalvin Cook sets up um, Minnesota at the Indianapolis 35-yard line. So that's what you're looking for, uh, obviously, if you're coming in here. And it's a great start for me, although there's, I think there was just a fumble. I think Cook just lost a fumble. Oh, boy, this is such a this is a game. And it is indeed a, I think, was that Classic a lost fumble? Minnesota shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, it's a, that is indeed, I think, a lost fumble that is going to be given to Indianapolis. So, like wow. you said, this is this is classic. This is pretty classic Minnesota. We'll see if Cook was down at all. But no, he's Here's not down. Too. That ball is out, and Indianapolis takes over. This is ridiculous. So, again, not the start you wanted, but it's so weird because it's, it is it is the things that you don't necessarily th- see consistently, right? It's a good kickoff return. It's a blocked punt. Fumbles tend to be pretty random too, like right in terms of where they end up. This is uh, one of the worst starts you could possibly have for Minnesota, but we'll see. This hey, is now. <laughs> let, let me get this in-game number two. This is going to be incredible. Are the Colts going to go uh, over four? I would assume right now with the ball and the turnover that Indianapolis in-game right now is going to be – yeah, three and a half, yeah, three and a half, fifty-one and a half. So that Plus total has really budged. Um, yeah, minus one eighty-five is high for Indianapolis to win this game. Ooh boy. Well, this is a big drive though here, JVT. I mean, again, you're going to get a real sense of how this Colts offense may yeah. be looking the entire day. You had your first drive; it's gone. You got big points because how your special team sets you up, and now Delvin Cook just absolutely screwed the pooch on that drive when he had two good runs. He had a great run and then a solid run and lost it. But now is when Minnesota's defense has to be relied upon when it's been the opposite, right? It's always been the offense and you're kind of trying to survive about your inept defense. Well, now it's got to flip right now. Your defense has to make a stop here. You got to do something. You cannot let this game get out of control early on. I mean, look, if they end up getting a field goal, okay, you'll survive. But JVT, if they get a touchdown here, yeah, I'm going to be feeling pretty dang awful about any and all things Minnesota. But you got to force them to punt here. Realistically, and as we're waiting too for this, uh, it should be noted it's been updated that uh, Jonathan Taylor is now back in the locker room, and it does seem that his day is probably over. So that is uh, a blow for Indianapolis as they are trying to hold on to a hot start, or I guess we'll call it a fortunate start after what has <laughs> transpired here in the first quarter. We still got seven minutes and twenty seconds left in the first quarter here, and I feel like an entire game has already been played uh, between <laughs> yeah, these no two. Kidding. All right, so Jonathan Taylor out. It seems that's not official. It's just some reporting and speculating that it seems that his day will be all over with. With that, uh, right now, we'll go around college basketball. Again, Alabama up 2016 in their matchup with Gonzaga. Uh, It looks like Kansas is snuffing out the comeback attempt 
by Indiana. That was a 10-point game, but right now Jayhawks back up by 18, 58-40. 12-09 left to go in the second. Let's get a sense of what these teams are like and where we can find some regression coming. Simon Gersberg of Shot Quality will join us next. Hey folks, reminder, if you need a holiday gift or if you just want to buy something for yourself, get access to VSIN's 24-7 network, our betting guides, bowl games, brackets, and more. $20 credit to the VSIN online store. How do you get it all? Well, 79 bucks, and you get everything we have to offer through March Madness. Head up vcin.com slash subscribe for more details. Indianapolis is into the end zone. The Colts have a 16-0 lead in the first quarter Eesh. over the Minnesota Vikings. It is 3.51 left to go. It is seven plays, 66 yards in just three and a half minutes. That Vikings defense showing up in a really big way. So we have a special teams touchdown. We have an opening kickoff return to the 50-yard line that sets up a field goal. And we just got a good old-fashioned scoring drive from Indianapolis. And they are all over Minnesota early. So in-game number right now for the Minnesota Vikings and the Indianapolis Colts. For our audience who's uh, just joining us, Minnesota, Minnesota catching seven and a half now with a total of 56 and a half. One of the, uh, one of the poorer starts you're going to see to a uh, football game. And it's early on Saturday. But what's that? That's right. Jeff Saturday in the Indianapolis Colts. Off to a fantastic start on this day. All right. Let's bring in uh, Simon Gersberg, who's nice enough to give us some time today. The guy at the head of Shot Quality. Uh, awesome site where you can get a lot of good information. And I love shot quality, David. And actually, Simon, I got to talk to you last year about some NBA shot quality stuff uh, over there. I love shot quality because sometimes it flies in the face of results. And people be like, what? Huh? So let's talk some big picture stuff first about shot quality. Um, let's just start generally for people who maybe aren't too familiar with it. Uh, what is like shot quality data and what are you getting out of it as somebody who maybe is diving into it for the first time? 100%. Yeah, essentially what it is, is it's process over result. There's going to be games where great shooters miss easy shots, but in the long run, you'd expect those good shooters to hit those easy shots. Uh, so essentially what it does is it takes over 90 different variables and quantifies what the score should have been in a vacuum if those players played up to their averages in the long run. So uh, when you're looking at it from the perspective of college basketball, Right? How how useful is it in the grand scheme of things to judge teams by shot quality? Right? Because obviously, different games, home court means a lot more for these kids. Situationally, I think they play more into some of these spots, as we call them in sports betting. Uh, how can you use it in the big picture when it comes to some of these college basketball teams when you're judging the quality of, you know, I would say national title contention? So I think for college basketball, it's probably more valuable than the NBA because the big plus with shot quality is it's about the smaller sample sizes and that's when it's the most predictive so for example a team like uva who right now i believe is top five in the country uh they lost the shot quality score their last two games to two really bad teams in florida in florida state and james madison which uh a little bit appalling i would say for a team that's ranked that high so it's a little bit of a red flag and then for some teams obviously it goes the other way where there's green flags where they are ultimately losing these tough games like Creighton, uh, obviously without Cockburner right now, but they are sixth on our site and they have won, I believe, actually they lost the Marquette game last night, but they've won a considerable amount of shot quality scores in a row. So th they also are one of those teams that like the public perception on them is obviously very different than what the numbers are picking up on based off the shots they're getting. Simon, what do you make of this game going on right now then with Kansas and Indiana? I mean, obviously it's been Kansas all the way, and Indiana also had that loss against Arizona. I guess what 
do you take away more from this spot? Is it that the Kansas dominance or that Indiana really just didn't show up in in, uh, any capacity? I think Kansas is like just as legit as last year. I mean, they obviously had a decently easy path, I would say, to get to the tournament last year, um, to put it nicely. But I think they added Grady Dick, who just, I feel like, took over that Christian Brown Brown spot like right away. Um, And they're just really, really tough. Um, We had them beating Indiana by, I think it was 10 or something. Like We had them winning by a considerable amount. Um, so they came out and played really well. I, I think they're just as legit as last year, if not better. So going through some of the numbers, Simon, I think in you know one game that I'm in on right now is this Gonzaga Alabama game. I, I laid a point here with Alabama, and I think the market the market's been really high on Gonzaga, and it showed in the spread results. Right, they're not covering numbers. Market thinks they're a lot better than they really are. Does the shot quality data kind of back that up that this Gonzaga team maybe is not exactly what the perception is, and what, heck, what the betting market perception is? Yeah, so this is a crazy one. We have this stat we just put on the shot quality bet site right now, which basically is like the shot quality against the spread record. So based yeah. off like against the spread with the shot quality scores where they would rank, right now they're 0-11 in shot quality wow. against the spread. So it's not like they are like, I think they're still being overvalued by the public, honestly. Um, so that's a fascinating one um, that the market moved towards them too. Then, Simon, would you make of this game coming up in a little bit with Houston and Virginia? Houston, a slight favorite here on the line. What were your numbers telling you? Yeah, so Virginia lost those last two shot quality scores uh, to James Madison and Florida State, which was tough. Right now, UVA is due for 6% offensive three-point regression, which is like, if I'm talking about small samples and process over result, it pretty much always comes down to offensive and defensive three-point regression. Other stuff, too, but that's like the big things that I always look for. Uh, and then conversely, Houston right now, teams are shooting 23% from three against Houston. Uh, Samson's defense always is like tops in the country in three-point defense, but that still is 23%. Is They will not end the season on 23% three-point defense. So it's an interesting like regression candidate both ways a little bit on the three-point line. But uh, right now our numbers have Houston by five in this game. Let's go to Madison Square Garden, UCLA and Kentucky. Uh, really not a lot of movement here. UCLA opens up like one and a half or two across the board. Totals 143 or 142 and everything in between. Uh, what do you get in terms of the numbers for both of these clubs and what you might expect today? Yeah, so I think Kentucky is actually a pretty good matchup for UCLA here. This is not like the normal Kentucky team with just like usually terrible shooting. Like they have CJ Frederick and Kassan Wallace. CJ Frederick is in the 100th percentile of catch and shoot shot quality. And Kassan Wallace is in the 96th percentile. And UCLA gives up the 75th most catch-and-shoot threes in the country and 200 least open th- or 200, 200 most open threes. So they can give up good looks from three. And I think Kentucky, uh, as long as Cal draws up some good plays to get some open threes for those guys, I think that's a pretty good matchup for Kentucky, actually. And then another notable one happening today, Ohio State and North Carolina. Now, Ohio State, the ranked team, yet North Carolina seems to be getting some of the love in the market. And I know a lot of times when the public perception sees that, they're kind of scratching their head. But more often than not, when that occurs, the team that does get the love that's unranked comes through. Do your numbers match up with that indication? For the um, That's an interesting one. Yeah, we... This one I was a little bit split on. Our numbers are favored towards UNC in this game, uh, mostly because of Ohio State's defensive three-point regression. So right now, teams are shooting, I think, 27% from three against Ohio State. 
And based off the shots they've let up up to this point, who's been taking them, how open they've been, uh, teams have been expected to shoot 33%, which favors UNC. I know UNC has not looked great so far this year, um, but I think they're a little bit undervalued. Um, and I think Ohio State coming off that crazy win, obviously, with the buzzer beater. So big picture-wise, can you give us a team that has some positive regression coming for them that maybe it got off to a rocky start and might be much better in the grand scheme of things in college basketball than it is, is thought right now? Uh, I think it's undoubtedly Creighton. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Creighton right now is sixth on our site. They, I think like the public perception on them has bumbled like all the way down to like <laughs> bubble of March, like March Madness. Like I think right now they definitely do not look great, but when they get Cockbrenner back, I would be surprised if they didn't go on a crazy run and end up winning the Big East or at least competing closely with UConn for it. And Simon, you know, what do you what would you maybe consider a team that people are just kind of very much overrating and that everybody may be looking to bet on a consistent basis, whether it's from a game to game or future standpoint, then you're kind of like, eh, maybe we should hold off on them at that bit. Arkansas. I think Arkansas shooting uh, is really concerning right now. They're ranked. Yeah, they're ranked in like the middle of the country in terms of spacing, in terms of overall quality of three point shots. And they just it's going to be really hard for them in the SEC, I think, to win a lot of these games if you can't shoot to a certain level, especially when they just lost one of their stars recently. Uh, I'm a little bit colder on them. Um, yeah. Simon Gersberg, Shot Quality. Where can we find all the stuff? Just ShotQuality.com. What else are you guys offering up there? Yeah, ShotQualityBets.com is where we have most of these like regression candidates and the trends that I was mentioning, like the Gonzaga against the spread numbers. Uh, so ShotQualityBets is where most of the stuff is at. Simon, it's good to talk to you, man. You guys always do great work, so thank you very much for the time. Cheers. Appreciate it, guys. Yep, you got it. All right, a quick update in the National Football League. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, I think rightfully so. I'm sure a lot of people will complain like, yeah. Um, they go for it on a fourth and one from their own 31-yard line. Danny, they do not get it. Indianapolis takes over at the 31, and uh, right now they do have, I think, a third and nine. Actually, no, I think they got a first and 10 at the Minnesota 14-16-yard uh, line. So, And uh, we get official word. Jonathan Taylor is out for this game. So right now, Indianapolis yet again knocking on the door. This uh, going to get it pretty ugly pretty quick here. For the Minnesota Vikings, and I should also note, by the way, uh, as Simon brought up, uh, Creighton as one of those teams that's maybe a little unlucky, and once they get healthy, could be pretty good. You can find them in the range of fifty to one to win the NCAA tournament if you so choose. But um, not really good for Minnesota, I would say. I think it's safe to say that. Absolute nightmare. I mean, they look like a team who didn't even know they were playing today. They thought their game was on Sunday. I, this Ooh. is absolutely pathetic, JVT. I'll lose Jeez, some money on Jeff it, but Saturday uh, on the Saturday. Uh, I'll lose some money on it, but it's always fun to lose train wrecks like this. Actually, every once in a while, this is a uh, this is fantastic theater to watch. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join in the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonathan Von Tobel and Danny Burke here watching the train wreck that is uh, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they do hold Indianapolis to a field goal attempt. So instead of a 24-0 lead for Indianapolis, it is a 20-0 lead. That's a workable man. That's a that's a workable deficit. Danny, Vikings can get back in this thing. It's only a three-score yeah. game. I guess so. I mean, we got to think positive. No, in all seriousness, look, it, it actually is because of what weapons Minnesota has. They have been able to move the ball. I mean, it was kind of idiotic play calling on that third and fourth down, JBT. Like, we, we laugh about this all the time when it's like third or fourth and short, and yet your play is going to the outside instead of straight up the gut. 
And then you go straight up the gut, which at that point, because going outside didn't work the first time, we all knew it was going to happen. And then you give it to your fullback, like not even necessarily a trustworthy guy. Maybe should have been a more of a powerhouse guy, but it didn't even get close to working. And then the fumble killed you. Look, the special teams is a special teams. We're over that. We're done with that. But it's like the offense just has to figure it out. Now they're playing panicked. Like Kirk Cousins, you talk about like that maybe he gets – you know, the, the wrong end of the, the shaft a little bit sometimes. Like, I, he he gets a lot of criticism when he doesn't deserve it, but that's when he's playing comfortable and can get in that rhythm, get the play action going. But when he's playing from behind and the standalone, I, it's not a primetime game, I guess, technically, but it's a standalone game. You, you see him struggling. Here it is. But if they just look at this game from the standpoint of, okay, we're not down 20, 20 nothing. We got to take it play by play, possession by possession. They are good enough to get back offensively, and the Colts are bad enough offensively to stay dry on that side of the ball for at least a little bit amount of time to get them within a one-score reach. Um, you know, there's a couple interesting aspects here that I think we should hit on very quickly. The first of which is you could very much make the argument that Indianapolis probably should have gone for it on fourth down to score a touchdown to go up 24 nothing as opposed to just yeah. 20 to nothing. I mean, given your position, where you're at, the lead, everything that has gone well, wrong, or well for you, and also, I mean, a 17 game to a 20 point game really doesn't make that much of a difference. So, no. given the given the lead, there's probably a strong argument to be made that Indianapolis should have gone for the throat essentially and gone up 24, or at least tried to go up 24 to nothing as opposed to 20 to nothing. I also think because there are some spots uh, like DraftKings that offer live player props. I think if you're looking around here, what you're trying to do. I think you're looking to play some Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen props over because they need to throw to get back into this thing, right? So if yeah. you're looking to get involved here, I mean, in-game-wise, Justin Jefferson, it's pretty high, 103.5. Uh, we're talking about, let me see where Adam Thielen is, 52.5 for Thielen. It's a little bit more workable. Um, Osborne, these are all reception yards, is at 36.5. But I think you're you're looking to bet some of these guys over um, on these adjusted you know receiving Kirk Cousins- props. Uh, completions and or pass attempts is that is that listed on there I'll give you a second give me a second I can get it for you uh completions 25 and a half right now it's off the board so they'll adjust that as we move along and attempts at 38 and a half I wouldn't hate looking at the completions I mean I wouldn't hate looking at either I like you said they're gonna have to throw and at that point you just have to ask yourself do you just trust them to throw a lot or and then you correlate that with the receivers catching it consistently I mean they're going to have to do it a lot. I mean, they're going to run maybe once every other play or something like that because just to get something established. And they're doing it well, but yeah, it's going to be a throwing fest from Kirk Cousins the remainder of the game. So I think he'd be safe with either. Man, on third down, so they go to Hawkinson on this crossing route. Hawkinson tries to cut it upfield because he's got some open space in front of him, and he slips and falls a yard short. Like this Should is have the, been offsides, too. <laughs> this is the day uh, that the Vikings are having, and they're punting it away here on fourth oh, and one. Man. Uh, after oh no, they're gonna throw run a fake punt. Yeah, what are they go. doing? Just you knew go they were for fake it. it. They just go for it at that point. Come on, just run your offense and go yeah. for it. Instead, they try a fake punt, and it's an incomplete pass. It had no chance of being completed, and so now the Colts again are gonna take over inside <laughs> Minnesota territory at about nothing. the thirty yard line. That was one of the stupidest decisions I have ever seen. In an NFL game, JBT. Like, That's, I mean, that was just 
like you said, why would you just not trust your offense at this point? You already have the thought if you're the Colts that you're like preventing a fake. Nobody left. They're all waiting for it. So why not actually trust your competent side of the ball? The offense, that was the dumbest thing I have seen. I can't even believe it, JVT. That was remarkably bad. That's a really good point, too, by Elliot. That's Isaiah Rogers was in coverage on that play, like on a punt. So that's <laughs> for Indianapolis. This has gone as poor as it possibly could for Minnesota. But again, it's not the decision to go for it. I like the decision to go for it on each of these fourth downs. You are in a massive hole. You have to do something here. But if you're Minnesota, just run your offense out there. There's no point in going for a fake punt when we all kind of know. I think we all thought they were going to go for it on fourth down, right? Like that is a situation in which you're going to be out there. And that's a brilliant call, too, by the cold special teams that have actually one of their top corners out there to play that. That's ridiculous. So, again, second and 10 now for Indianapolis. They're at the Minnesota 30 yard line. And this one, too. So they're going to get a third and 10. I would think that if they're in scoring position in another manageable fourth down, that they're going to go for it, you would think, and make this. Maybe a 27 nothing game if they possibly can and essentially ended in the first half. So this is a pretty big drive right now defensively for Minnesota and a very big play. At third and 10, if you can hold them to a field goal, you're not entirely out of it at this point right now with plenty of time left to go in the second quarter. But this has been a nightmare from a game management standpoint, whether it's – and you may, by the way, can we add to your point about the going forward on the fourth and short and running it up the middle? We should also note, Danny, behind their backup center, that's the other thing. It's not even your starting center that's along this offensive line right now for Minnesota. It's just it's so many. I mean, O'Connell, like, again, did anybody prepare for this game? This is one of the worst-looking starts to an NFL game I've seen in quite some time. And we've seen plenty of terrible Cardinals, Broncos games where everything has just looked horrid. And lucky for you, like, again, the Colts aren't the best offense, even though they have put up 20, but they're going to settle for another field goal here. I just really can't comprehend how O'Connell is making these decisions right now. Like, did he go out last night, woke up hungover this morning? Is like, uh, yeah, I guess we'll do this or that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, my God, this is so, so bad. Even if you are doing the fake fun to JVT, why wouldn't you at least do the one where you snap it to the other guy and you run around instead of trusting to throw it with a guy who doesn't throw the ball? I, I, As it was pointed out, so that terrible. was a that was a fake punt in which you had your punter throw to your fifth string wide receiver. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, it's, what are we doing? That is such poor management at this point right now. So in that's, game, a, that's how that play works out when you try to do it in Madden, JVT. Like you throw it and it's just not even close, no. goes over the head of the guy and it doesn't work. I will say this. I, I say this all the time. Mad, high-level Madden players have a better sense of when to go for it and how to go for it than some of these coaches do. You want to know why that wouldn't happen to Madden? Because guys in Madden wouldn't run a fake punt. They would just go for it on fourth down. They would put their offense yes. out there. Because you know the chances of getting a fake punt, especially when you're throwing it, are slim to none in a situation where you're expecting right. to do a fake punt. It was I mean, almost... Come on. It, it's, you know what it reminds me of? It was the uh, Was it the SEC championship game? Where oh, we're yes. smart, uh, they went for it yes. for with a fake punt, but they put Justin Fields out there. Georgia did, and everybody's like, "Huh? I wonder what this blue chip five star <laughs> quarterback's doing on the punt team. You think he's going to get the ball? Oh. Like it was absolutely ridiculous. Oh man! All right, in game wise, we should update this. Indianapolis now a thirteen and a half point favorite. The total at fifty fifth and at fifty five and a half. Now this is something we should talk about too. This is where it gets interesting. You and I have discussed this quite a bit when it comes to college football, right? And these blowouts. If this deficit continues and the Colts hold on to a relatively big lead and they smoke the Minnesota Vikings, 
and the Vikings don't pull their weight in terms of scoring, there's going to be a point where it's going to start to be worth it looking at this game under the total, and that's been adjusted to 56.5. Like, that is something worth monitoring here. Remember, pre-flop number was 47, 47.5, 46.5, but that, Danny, as we've talked about a lot, if the Colts are going to continue to hold on to this pretty big lead, at some point, air's going to get taken out of this ball, and you know Jeff Saturday is going to get uber conservative, and it's going to be worth looking playing this thing under the total. Yeah, that's for sure. And look, I mean, if Minnesota just doesn't get in their own way for once, you, you got to imagine they can at least get seven points on the board here. And maybe the Colts don't score for the remainder of the game, but uh, I think you can still wait because this first half, the Colts are still going to try to move the ball. Obviously, the Vikings are going to continue to pass it, pass it, pass it, which is either going to result in big plays or stop the clock because of the incompletion. So you may even get it adjusted higher toward the second half, and that could be your sign to go on the under once we reach that point. Uh, the other bloodbath is final. 84-62, Kansas smacks around Indiana, gets a win at home to improve to 10-1 on the season. We'll come back, give you updates in the National Football League and what's going on in this other college hoops game between two top 25 programs, actually top 15 programs. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.